Hey, what's up bros? How y'all doing? It's your girl Dory. Um, welcome back to my channel. Welcome back to my Facebook page. Welcome back to wherever you're viewing this on. Um, today is going to be the video where I talk about my abusive relationship. Now, this isn't a video where I'm asking for sympathy or, um, like, oh, what was me, attention kind of thing. I'm already on the process from healing from this relationship. This is mainly for me to tell my story to other people that may be going through the same thing or have gone through it and may have not had the opportunity to talk about it or people that have been in similar situations and kind of just bottle it up inside. Um, this isn't, again, this isn't about me. This is about who I can help in the process. Before I go into the story, I did want to say that um, I won't be talking about any names, anyone specific. It'll be very broad um, because I don't want to involve other people, even the person that did hurt me in this way. I don't want to involve them in their name because I know that now everyone's living their own personal lives and um, this is just mainly my story and my truth. So um, I also did want to say that you are not alone. Um, I know a lot of people say that it's probably very annoying, but you aren't alone in the, in the sense that you have someone to talk to. I'm your bro. I'm always here. You can always text me at my Google number at 657-549-5147. Um, you can also reach out to me on any social media. Um, you can reach out to someone that you really know and trust and love and care about and um, just talk to someone. Um, especially if you've gone through a similar situation like this, it's important because I, I know how lonely I felt even though I had so many people around me that cared and loved for me and would listen to me I, it's still something that you feel completely alone about and you feel like no one understands and no one can empathize because you you don't know who else has gone through it so please talk to someone that's that's extremely important I'm gonna start off with the, how we met in the beginning of our relationship um, so um, we met a while back and it was kind of casual in a sense. Um, there were some moments where I had some red flags or I was a little bit uneasy about like him and our relationship um, and where we were going, but I kind of just thought it was just like the honeymoon phase or I thought there was, it was, um, it was like just growing pains are just something that I did wrong or maybe I caught him off guard or things like that so for example we were about a little over a month into dating and seeing each other and he started telling everyone he was my boyfriend and this was we were kind of just dating and I didn't expect to get into a relationship and my friend told me that he introduced himself as my boyfriend and I was like what? <laughs> Um, so I, I confronted him about it, and I was like, so you're telling everyone that we're boyfriend and girlfriend, but we've never been anything official, we've just been seeing each other. And he was like, what, do you want me to tell your friends that I'm some random guy staying the night at your house? So I'm like, sure, like, say we're dating, you don't have to tell him you're my boyfriend. <laughs> that sounds so picky. But then I started asking him, like, what do you want to be? Like, who, like, what are we? 
and he got so mad. We got into like a big argument about it. Um, and that was just like one incident that like, I mean, now looking back, I can see how that made his, how that could be a telltale sign of his personality. Um, I know that a little bit into our relationship when I would feel like alone or left out or because he had a lot of friends and they had a lot of memories because they'd known each other for so long and I would just sit there and I'd just be like okay and then they would talk about things that I have no idea about or um, I kind of just didn't know what to say because it was like an inside joke story and it was a lot of them and I was kind of like cool and I did want to also say that back back then I was a little bit more insecure about myself and a more a little bit more insecure and I would tell him about it and I would say like hey um, I'm feeling left out like I, I felt like communicating those issues that I had personally with him could help us come together and make like a like a like a two-way street like kind of compromise or figure it out or I know that he wasn't as insecure as I was so I thought maybe he could help me out you know but then it turned into another argument where he would tell me to suck it up, it's my problem. Um, I And then it, it was just like an argument and then it turned into every time I brought something up or every time I brought up an issue it was my fault and I had to apologize for it. And that was, that was more of our arguments towards six months into almost a, to like a whole year into our relationship so from six months to a whole year that's when most of our arguments were um but everything before that was fine i don't know if this is making any sense i'm kind of just like trying to pinpoint different scenarios in my head but um our argument just got worse and worse as we progressed into being together for a whole year um and then one time, I think it was around like our one year anniversary then when I when I caught him texting his ex-girlfriend saying I love you and again I'm a pretty insecure person so my first reaction was like oh god he wants to get back with his ex like what did I do wrong? Um, and around that time a lot of our arguments were my fault. It turned into everything was my fault. So. I'm the type of person that takes blame for everything anyway, and I always think everything's my fault, so him saying that it was my fault or I did something wrong or him calling me names or him accusing me of things, I was like, oh god, he thinks I'm doing this to him so he's going to do it back to me. And I remember I sat him down and I was like, I, I can't trust you with this because this is making me insecure and and then it was another fight it was him telling me that why are we even together if I can't trust him and I was like that's fine like then let's not be together I wanted to compromise I wanted to figure it out but if you don't want to be together then that's fine like I, I get it and then I got into another argument and then it was my fault again because I made it so that he couldn't tell me he was talking to his ex-girlfriend and it was my fault he was texting her behind my back and I I said I'm sorry and he forgave me and 
that was that, and I didn't really bring it up, but I was just constantly just insecure and insecure and insecure, and I think it was about towards the end of the year, we were together for about like a year and a half, and I, one night I noticed that he was acting funny, and I was like, okay, like this is weird, he doesn't really act like this, um, and he told me he was gonna go hang out at a friend's house, and I was like, okay, um, and usually, like, when he's hanging out with fr his friends, he'll usually, like, text me most of the time, or, like, he'll respond quickly, um, so when he said he was at his friend's house, they texted him, and I was like, hey, I'm gonna hang out with my other friend, just letting you know, and then he would respond for hours, and I was like, okay, and I, then I texted my friend who I was gonna hang out with, and I was like, hey, you wanna go do something with me? And this was... This is not me making an excuse for what I did, because I know that could be pretty bad, but me and my friend decided to go find out where he was. <laughs> and so we went to his friend's house. I was like, so how's your friend's house? He's like, oh, we went to my other friend's house. So we went to his other friend's house. And he wasn't there. His car wasn't there, no one was home. He wasn't at either of his friend's houses. And I was like, okay. Okay, <laughs> um, so I, for some reason I just had this like really bad feeling in my stomach that he was where, he was somewhere he didn't want me to know. So I looked at my friend and I was like, he's probably at his ex-girlfriend's house. He's probably with his ex-girlfriend. Um, and then uh, I decided to take my friend and we drove over to his ex-girlfriend's house and he was there. <laughs> He was there, um, and I flipped out. I was crying and bawling my eyes out, and I was like, I, I, I thought it was all my fault again. I thought everything was wrong and it was all my fault. Um, and I cried and I didn't know what to do, so I drove my friend home. I drove home. I. On the way home, I, I called him and I was like, you need to come home, I know where you are. And he was like, how'd you know where I was? And I was like, um, <laughs> I followed you there. I didn't follow you there, but I, I, I drove over to see if you were there. And you were. And that was a really low point on my end. And I definitely really did not like where I was and didn't really, I did not like who I was at that time. But I, I did it, I can't like turn back on what I did, and I'm, I'm partially like, I, I don't know, I just, we went home, I yelled at him, I was so mad, and then we fought, and then I apologized, because I felt like I did something wrong again, and I don't know, we hugged it out, and he told me he felt bad and I thought he was going to change and be a different person and then after that that's when most of the problems came into play. It was towards the new year um, and that's when most of our issues popped up or that's when he really really changed as a person. Um, it felt like we argued every day. Um, he 
started calling me a lot more names. I would hang out with guy friends and he'd call me a slut and he told me that I probably slept with everybody already and he called me a whore and he would like find a way to like threaten me or threaten my job or like say that I said this about my job and he was going to go talk to my boss and ruin, ruin my life. He kicked me out like three times after that. Um, I, he one, one day I was so mad at him that I threw all of his clothes like outside and then he got mad at me and yelled at me and then told me to clean it up so I did and I cleaned it up and I washed all his clothes and then like the next week he threw out like literally all my stuff and then told me to leave and so I packed up all my shit and I went to my mom's house for a few days um, and I didn't tell anyone except a good friend of mine. Um, and I was I was I was thinking that I wasn't gonna come back, and I gave all of my company property to that one friend I had, and I told him to give it back if I don't come back, to give it to the boss if I don't come back. It was just pretty bad. I mean, I I know that when he threw all my stuff out, he told me that. He was going to get tested because I'm a skink and I'm a slut and I probably gave him STD and like all this stuff. Um, and then when I would go hang out for work and we'd do like bonding events and stuff or like when I'd go hang out with other people from work, he would constantly call me and harass me and ask me where I was and then threaten to come drive to where I was. And then I would leave, I'd make my friends leave, I'd make my coworkers leave and then he threatened to come find me wherever if I didn't come home. Or he threatened to ruin everything if I didn't come home. And it, I feel like, I still feel like I lost a lot of friendships in that time because I listened to him so much. Um, and I feel like I, I really lost myself too. Um, It didn't... It didn't get violent until... It didn't get violent till after the new year. Um, we got into a lot more fights and then we started threatening each other. Um, and... I remember one morning, or one afternoon, we were yelling at each other. I don't remember exactly what happened. It could be, I could have done something, probably did. I probably did something wrong again and um, we started yelling and then he chased me into the bedroom because at that time we did live together. Um, and I remember him, I remember trying to get away from him and he put me on the bed and then he choked me and I and I just remember him looking at him because that was the first time he ever laid hands on me like that and I just remember looking at him like he was gonna kill me I've never seen him that angry before and I just remember looking at him like God, I'm gonna die like you're gonna kill me and it's all my fault like I, I 
It's not my fault. I'm gonna die. And then I remember once he let go, I just started crying. And we talked about it. He apologized, and that was it. And another incident was when he was talking to this one girl who was a good friend of his, and it was after I caught him at his girlfriend's house after he choked me. Um, and I was just worried that we were going to go through the same cycle of him cheating on me. Like I I knew he was cheating on me and I still I still dated him. But um, anyway, the I told him not to talk to that girl. I was really mad and I told him that he can't talk to her. And he sent me screenshots that he told her that he can't talk to her anymore because he wanted to try and make it work out with me. And then he told me, okay, now you can't talk to your coworker because there was this one coworker that I had that he thought that I was cheating on him with, like, like having an affair with my coworker like, while he wasn't around or something. And I told him I can't do that because at the time I was his boss and I can't like not talk to, um, a co-worker like that or like not I don't mind like not talking to them personally and just talk about work and I told them I would do that but as their boss I can't not talk to them um, and he got really mad and he stormed into our bedroom and he was like that doesn't count like you have to not fucking talk to him at all and I looked at him and I was like I can't do that like I really can't do that like I'm his boss um, and then so he he grabbed my phone and threw it against the wall and it completely shattered. Um, I, I have a picture of it, let me find it. He, like I said, he took my phone and he smashed it and this is what my phone looks like. It was it was completely shattered <laughs> um, and I looked at him in shock and surprise and I started crying because he broke my phone and I, I it was totally like a first world problem thing but I I why would why would someone destroy someone they loves property like I I didn't get it um, and so he kind of looked at me kind of in shock of what he did um, and he sat down and he tried to talk to me and I was like no dude like I'm going to go for I'm gonna go away like I need to go and as I was walking out the door he grabbed my broken phone and threw it at me actually threw it at me and he caused a really giant bruise on my leg where it hit um, this is the Bruce. And, um, I, my leg was throbbing so bad because he's strong and he could, like, really hurt someone. Like, he's hurt, like, uh, it, it hurt really bad. So I grabbed my phone, then he threw at me, and I walked away. And I tried to leave, and he chased after me, and, um, he got into my car before I could drive away and I was telling him to get out and we talked about it and 
Um, he apologized and I apologized because I knew that if I didn't, he would tell me it's my fault again. And um, I told him I need to go to my carrier, my cell phone carrier, and get it fixed. So I did that and yeah, I lost my phone insurance because of it, but it's fine. <laughs> um, as long as I got it fixed, it was okay. Um, I didn't have a phone for a while, so I had to tell everyone I didn't have a phone, and I didn't really tell a lot of people. I only told like one person why, um, and I kind of was just like, please email me or please text me at my Google number if you want to get a hold of me, so that's what I did. Another time, um, this was after my phone got fixed and I got it back, um, I changed my passcode on it. I put in a new passcode and he noticed and he got really mad because he thought that uh, I was cheating on him. Um, he got really mad we got into a fight and he threatened me to tell him what the passcode was. So I did and um, I don't remember what else happened but we got into a really big fight and it got to the point where I just needed to get away because I was so scared. Um, and he got my phone, he took my phone, and then I ran out the door to get into my car, and then he started punching my car. Um, he fucked up the side mirror, it went like inward, um, or outward, I think it went outward. And then, um, as I was driving out of the driveway, I was trying to get out really quickly, and um, I popped my side bumper, so now my side bumper is still messed up. Um, and yeah, I was driving around for a while and then um, I decided to go back home because I know that whenever we get in a fight and I leave, he threatens to call the police on me for some reason. Um, and I, I knew there wasn't like a, a reason like the police would come after me, but I know that he would have made something up to the point where like a police officer would come after me. So I got home and he, we, got, we kept fighting. Um, and he told me that he has phone numbers of my guy coworkers that he thought I was sleeping with. So, um, if I didn't stop, then he would go after my guy coworkers. Um, so, that was one incident. Um, another incident, it was really early in the morning, and I don't remember what happened, but I started crying. And I was trying to get up to walk up, walk out, and he got really mad. And um, I don't remember how I got on the floor. I think he like pulled me down on the floor, and I kept crying and I was sobbing. And he grabbed me by my face like this so that I couldn't breathe, um, slammed me against the side railing of our bed, and he hits my butt like slaps my butt really hard um, and then um, he told me to be quiet and so I just silently sobbed on the floor um, and then I remember having the biggest bruise not the biggest bruise like the biggest bump on my head and then I had another giant bruise on my leg um, it's this one. It was when he hit me against the railing of our bed.
Um, and I bruise easily, like I don't bruise easily, but I do get really weird bruises sometimes, so it's kind of easy to just play it off as someone I just hurt myself somehow. Um, but yeah, it was just like, it just got violent and manipulative and emotionally and mentally abusive um, until I decided that I didn't want to be in a relationship with him anymore. Like really decided that I didn't want to be in a relationship with him anymore. Um, and he decided to kick me out. Um, so I was officially homeless. I was homeless for about um, two to three weeks, almost a month. Um, I went back home for a few days. Um, uh, my family helped me hotel hop for a while. Um, and during that time, he would constantly call me and threaten me. And um, well, uh, he would threaten to go to my job. He even went to one of my job locations, scared someone. Um, <clears throat> he threatened to contact all the coworkers that he had on his phone, so I told all my coworkers to block his number. And I decided to file a restraining order against him. Um, um, I was consul consoling one of my friends about it, or I was talking to one of my friends about it, and we kept talking about it, and out of nowhere she tells me not to go through with it, because I'd ruined his life. And I don't remember ever being like that mad up until that point. I was so mad because she was my friend and she was telling me not to go through with it because I'd ruined his life. And I was just thinking back of all the times he'd call me names, he'd accuse me of cheating, he hurt me, he physically hurt me, he manipulated me, he was controlling. And I was so traumatized by all of it to the point where I still have nightmares of him coming and hurting me or coming and finding me or doing something stupid. And my friend was telling me not to go through with it because I ruined his life. And I, I remember telling her that her complacency gives power to the oppressor. And she wasn't my friend if she was going to tell me to not go through with it. So I haven't talked to that girl since. <laughs> um, and once I, they told me that I should tell him that I was filing a restraining order against him. So I did. I texted him. And after that he kind of just left me alone. Um, and then out of nowhere I had someone tell me that he wanted to try and reach out to me to talk to me and kind of see if I could lift the restraining order because I got a temporary one granted um, and that he wanted to change his ways and he wanted to be better but he wanted to talk to me about it 
So I decided to go see him and talk to him um, because the one thing that I wanted out of it was for him to become a better person because I still really did care about him and I loved him and and I I knew that or I, I knew that some of it was my fault and I knew that I had to become a better person too. Um, so we met up and we talked and he asked me to lift the restraining order and he told me that he's going to go to counseling, he's going to get better, he's going to do anger management and I told him we talked about it and he wanted to try again and have a relationship and I said okay um, I'll try and get the temporary restraining order lifted and so I tried and it was pretty close to the court date anyway so I couldn't lift it and we got into a fight about it and he said that he's only mad because he's stressed out and he doesn't want the restraining to be granted because he wants to be together and I apologized again and I told him I'm sorry and I felt I felt really bad that I was I couldn't do anything about it and so the the day comes around and he's a lawyer and his lawyer serves me with his side of the paperwork because I didn't put my address on the restraining order um, he told me before the court date that his lawyer wanted me to pay back all of his lawyer fees and he said that if I drop the charges then I will he will get it lifted from his lawyer so I go in there and um, I didn't tell my parents this and I didn't tell some of my friends this but I went in there and I said I want to drop the charges um, and his lawyer rebuttaled with um, wanting me to pay him back all of his fees so we came to an agreement on that and I, I was forced to pay him back all the money that he paid for his lawyer so I was mad about it because he he lied to me he let her do this and she scolded me in front of a bunch of people and told me that I shouldn't file restraining orders just because I'm mad and that still stings me to this day because I was made a fool and he let me look like one and I and so I signed an agreement to pay him back and I left <laughs> um, and then after that we just kept arguing and fighting and I told him that I don't want to try and be in a relationship because he constantly screwed me over and it was all my fault that I let him screw me over he fooled me too many times and I still am mad at myself about it I still really am mad at myself about it
Um, so he asked if we could be friends and he couldn't show me how he wanted to treat me. So I said sure. Um, and, and, um, a little over a month later, he got into another argument and he told me that he never wanted to speak with me again and he wanted me to pay him back. So, that's, that's what happened. <laughs> um, I, everything kind of was left unresolved in the sense where we didn't find closure for anything. I kind of accepted the fact that I wasn't going to find closure. Um, I now realize as I'm healing and I'm growing and I'm grieving through the loss of my old self that I should have left before it got worse. There are a lot of red flags that I noticed in our relationship and I should have left when I could, when I had the opportunity. Um, and I think out of everything that happened, I'm more mad at myself that I didn't leave and I'm mad at myself because I <laughs> I let him hurt me so badly. myself for for being so naive because of everything that I went through as a kid like I we witnessed my mom being abused too and all the terrible shit that she went through when I was a kid and I still let someone do that to me <laughs> and I'm not even that mad about being physically hurt, more so than I am mad that I let him control my life so much. Like I didn't get to see my family, I didn't get to hang out with friends, I had to tell him where I was, what I was doing, or I'd be accused of cheating on him, or he'd accuse me of doing something behind his back. and I. I'm so mad that I let him control my life for so long and I'm upset at myself for being so stupid and I and I wish I could tell myself to to leave and I wish I listened to myself because there were so many times that I wanted to leave and I would just be told that I was being childish and I was being dumb and I wasn't trying to work things out and I just wanted to be like my mom and leave and, and my mom never actually left until it got really bad. So I'm healing and I'm regrieving when I hit certain life milestones in my life. Um,
and I definitely kind of found my purpose in the depths of my despair or the depths of my depression that my journey is and my life the what I'm meant to do is to help other people and that's really what I what I want to do with my life I want to help others and I want to make the world a better place and I want other people to not have to go through anything that I've ever gone through and I can't save the world but I definitely can help some people or at least try to save the world I'm gonna change the world that's that's my goal I'm trying to turn all this negative into a positive um, I launched rebirth which is my mental health awareness and personal development slash self-love brand company um, it's nothing like too spectacular right now but I'm definitely working on things that I feel so empowered by and I want other people to feel empowered by it as well um, I'm I'm working harder than ever I'm becoming happy again I don't remember the last time I was so happy and I just want to spread so much love and positivity and light with other people and even though my storms were really dark and gray and tough my ship still sailed and I'm still sailing through the toughest of storms I'm still sailing I just want to let anyone who's watching this know that we can get through it. If I can get through it, I'm 100% sure that you can too. Do not let your abuser, your oppressor control you anymore. If you need help getting out, please find a way to get out. Please reach out to someone to get out. I will leave information in my description, wherever that is, about where you can find help, um, who to talk to, um, ways to get out of a domestic violent situation, and I hope that if you're currently in a abusive relationship, that you get out safely and that you become a stronger, better person. And I hope that your spirit isn't completely broken and I hope that if it is that you start building up again and start picking everything back up and becoming a better version of yourself that was that you were when you were in that domestic violence that abusive relationship <laughs> and I'm always here if you need me you can always reach out to me like I said at my google number at 657-549-5147 or you can reach out to me via social media oh my gosh or um, you can reach out to me wherever and I will respond as fast as I can I definitely am here to help you too um, you always have a bro in me and I will always be with you in your journey into the depths and I will always help you sail your boat through your toughest of storms and yeah.
that's it um that's my story um there are some pieces that I left out of my story because it'd be very specific and I like I said I don't want to include any names so I, I didn't want to include anything that would be super specific to where people would know like what I'm talking about or who I'm talking about um I know that now I'm growing and becoming a much better person than I was when I was in that relationship and I'm growing and I'm working on being able to change myself and change the world um, and be happy and my new year's goal is intentional happiness and that's, damn it that's what I'm gonna fucking do I'm going to do everything with intention and because it makes me happy so remember you can contact me on my google number um, you can contact me on social media you can contact me wherever and I respond as fast as I can um, and again, there's a bunch of links and stuff down below if you need domestic uh, domestic violence help, if you need to get out of a bad situation. Um, I always leave a list of the suicide hotlines around the world as well, um, as well as different other things for you that would be helpful in your journey or through your way of getting out of a dark place. Um, and again, I want to thank you, my bro squad, my bro going on this journey with me into the depths. I love you.